QB go back, but now no. Windy City Hour, we laugh, provide tunes dedicated to the 312. Focal low radio, steady breaking the barrier. What you gon' do? From underground to elite, the vibes is still giving. Drive a whole hour, sounds is still hitting. Make it loud for the artists of the hometown. Five days a week, if you ain't know, bet you know now, know now. One time for the Vico show, two times for a vocal low. Three times for the city of the wind, where the real ones win. If you ain't know, uh, one time for the Vico show. Let's go. Two times for a vocal low. Okay. Three times for the city of the wind, hey. where the real ones win. Hey. If you hey. ain't know. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, world. You're tuned in to Vocalo Radio 91.1 FM, your favorite Chicago urban alternative. I'm your host, Biko. The illest coming through your stereo. And today is Thankful Tuesday, Chicago. And I'm thankful because I got a special guest in the building with me who goes by the name of Rich Jones. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful we get to chat. I'm thankful for all sorts of things, man. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm psychic. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love it, man. It is Thankful Tuesday, and I'm thankful to have you here as well. This Long overdue, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first joined um, Vocalo uh, a couple years ago and Rainy Days came on. From there, you had me, man. <laughs> um, and like since Thank then, we, we've been in tune since that record played for me. Uh, I'm like, okay, Rich Jones is a very special uh, artistic individual. And um, you're, you're back again, Smoke Detector, uh, recently released. Uh, you dropped a new visual not too long ago, um, mm-hmm. Dream Life. We're going to mm-hmm. get into all of We're that. we get Chicago. into all the fun stuff. <laughs> but uh, I mean, let, let's start things off with how has your day been today? It's a little chilly outside. So how your day been? It's been pretty good. Um, you know, I think the most annoying thing was my cat kept messing around uh, and knocking things over because he wanted attention. But if that's the worst thing, then we're doing pretty all right. So, yeah. And he's still cute. Um, <laughs> shout out, Linus. I know he's listening at home. You're not a dog lover? I am a dog lover. I just happen to have two cats named Ralphie and Linus, and they're great. Oh, I like like the name, Ralphie and Linus. Yeah, they're like the nicest cats ever. They're really wonderful. And their mom, Erin. Hi, Erin. I know she's listening at home, too. What inspired (laughs) the names for the cats? Um, I got to hit it. Just kind of looking at them and hanging out with them and being like, well, what what name are you? What, What name comes to mind? And Linus was just very much a Linus. And Ralphie was almost an Oscar, but... Then ultimately, like, no, you're a Ralphie. So it worked out. <laughs> Ralphie sounds like he's the one that causes a lot of trouble. No, no, Ralphie, Ralphie's just, he's he's quiet, he's gorgeous, he's very sleek, uh, long hair. And then Linus is the playful boy prince of the house. He's knocking stuff over, he's playing with things, he wants all the attention. It's great. So they, they balance each other out really well. Uh, so and they've been a real joy to hang out with the last couple of years, especially since I haven't been outside that much. You know, yeah, great, great friends. Exactly. I mean, uh, what's some things you've uh, you've taught yourself? A lot of people have taught themselves something or have learned something uh, during the pandemic. What's, you know, something you've learned or taught yourself during the pandemic? Um, I mean, learning how to mix and record my vocals. That's probably the most immediate thing I think of. You know, I, I had to get way more self-sufficient in that department if I wanted to continue creating Mm -hmm. um you know before that I had a wonderful engineer named Joel Gutman who uh had an awesome studio um and you know he moved to Los Angeles so I had to kind of figure things out um and you know thankfully you know I have a lot of friends um like my my crew SEC and and other musical collaborators of mine who gave me 
gear and we're like hey here's an interface here's some monitors like you know you got to figure out your software but you know you know these are at least some tools we know you can use so you can work on stuff and so um yeah once i kind of sat down and got comfortable and and watched a couple youtube tutorials you know it it kind of um just started to click you know obviously i've I've been observant. It, it almost sounds like the mom that says, oh, I watched the barber, you know, mm -hmm. cut the hair. I can do I can it. Do it's it it's like a little bit of that, but like, except, you know, if if, if I mess up, it's only just going to make the song sound weird. It's not a bad haircut. So the stakes are way lower. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really fun. I think especially just learning to kind of just um, figure out my way of, of doing it. I think for me, it's a lot has to do with feel and what my ear is telling me. I know some people are far more technical and, mm -hmm. you know, look at, oh, it's this many DBs and stuff like that. And I'm learning, you know, where that, those elements come into, I don't want to discount the science, but I know for me, I'm at this point, just really enjoying learning about textures and how to make things feel certain ways for my records and, and also learning to make my voice sound the best that it's ever sounded on on so, a record because in my mind because here's the thing when i record i do my best to record all the way through so it's like capturing a performance okay and then from there maybe i'll add some ad libs or tags or whatever so it's um, a whole so pretty much it's a whole new feel with you recording yourself and yes. it sounds to me like uh, well at least do you feel um this new skill has helped amplify your sound absolutely i'm i because it, it's made me more in tune with the sounds, you know, the, the, basically what goes into that. And then when it's time to perform the music on the rare occasions I have been able to, I feel like I'm asking better questions of myself in terms of how are we going to present this? Because, you know, I want I want it to hit live. I know it's going to hit in the headphones or in your car or wherever you're bumping it. But, like, if we're going to deliver this live, what, what precautions do I have to take? And that's, you know, obviously, you know, I, I don't want to overthink it either and kind of kill the joy of it. But... Mm -hmm. I think it's it's definitely allowed me I think to have a deeper ingrained sense of the record going into performing because I you know I have friends I remember you know a lot of my 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 big brothers in this like like Tomorrow Kings or Sketch Eighty Five or Montana Max you know they they would they were preached to me the importance of memorization mm -hmm. of lyrics before you go in so then you can do it live and my my version of it is um, you know I capture it live one take. So it's already kind of feeling like a performance. And then when I hear it back, I'm hearing the live performance. So I've already got my intonations and cadences just so. And then I try to do that live, you so, know. So a lot of these records on Smoke Detector, it's pretty much, in your word of live, one took. Um, or actually live with the band. and the No, 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 no. That, that stuff came later. I just mean in terms of the vocal recording. Because, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, and, and by one take, I mean, like, I try to do it in one take. Mm -hmm. If I mess up, run it back. And, you know, obviously you don't want to do it so much that you tire yourself out. That's that's one thing I, I realized a few years ago is Ooh. this is a physical act. You know, if you feel exhausted after a day of, like, singing or rapping, um, yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, yeah. you're definitely exerting effort. Um, and, you know, I think as I get older, it's like, okay, well, how do I take care of myself a little bit, making sure you're drinking water or tea? I'm not great at it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of fronting there, but like, I, I, you know, I, at least I'm trying to say this stuff out loud. So I, I do consider it more. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I like to look at you as like a, a foodologist, you know, and <laughs> you recently posted on your Twitter a, a drink that looked delicious. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Was it the man. one yesterday? See, the, yeah, yeah the, it was it yesterday. Was the, the old fashioned with the Manischewitz float. Yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, it was uh, a pop up at the Kedzie Inn um, that Mike Sula 
from the Chicago Reader does, um, where they just have different restaurants come in each week. And so yeah, that was that was on the menu, and I had like a ten minute wait before my so my food was nice gonna be ready. Drink. Look. Yeah, you know, nice little sip. You know, it was good. It looked good. <laughs> I saw it. I say, go rich, doing some some rich things right here. But I got some music loaded up from off of your project. So my dream New music from Chicago's own Rich Jones featuring Iceberg Theory right the Dream Life. And that video recently released. Yeah. Uh, but before we actually get into uh, the video, what what's the dream life for you, Rich? Well, so that, in the context of that song, um, at that point in the album, I'd written most of the album and I didn't have a ton to say about where I was. And the instrumental, as you can hear with those strings, is just so dreamy and, and fantastical that um, I just kind of thought, well, if I'm if I'm not inspired by here, mm -hmm. is there another time or place that I could go to that I then could write about something? And that to me just kind of felt just kind of epic and, and wonderful. And it really reminded me of, of when I was in Italy uh, in the fall of 2019, I was on this beach with my friends because it's kind of like a a pretty sad quality to it as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's both like kind of like epic, but also kind of a little bittersweet. Like it's kind of like the end of the road or something. And like, um, so I I was I just kind of transported back to, um, back to that that happier time, that more carefree time. Because obviously, you know, right after I came back within a few months, everything yeah. was was everything. So um, it also, I think in, in the context of the album itself, it's it's meant to be fantasy. It doesn't actually exist. Smoke detector as a world is Chicago. We're okay. in the, we're in, you know, cause like, right, you know, it's also in, in the flow of the album, it's, it's right at the smack dab middle. It would be the beginning of side B on tape or vinyl. So it's kind of meant to be like a welcome back to the show, but we're not actually there. Cause then the next record, 600 paid in my mind you know you're immediately center of humboldt park and it's just gray and greasy and it's me and, and convertible ashley just looking cold and kind of like we're in like a lep bogus voice video or something Whoa. um but yeah you know it, it's it's back to the harsh realities of it um so i you know i i think i wanted to provide something that would take people elsewhere because you know what might be around you isn't maybe so lovely and like um, and when I've been performing it too, I've been kind of asking people afterwards, like, "Hey, if you if you did happen to go somewhere, where did you go after I I did this while I was doing this?" And some of the responses have been really interesting. Um, What's one of the most uh, interesting responses? My friend uh, Body from Ebony Tusks. I did a show with him a few weeks ago, and he told me that he went back to Germany because um, that's where he spent his childhood. He was an army brat. Um, and that was that was really nice. I him, him and I had a, a chance to catch up and 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 really you know do the one on one for the first time in almost ten years. Uh, so it was it was really you know we had a whole day to kind of do that and then you know to kind of hear that from him as well. It was just I don't know. It was, it was nice, man. I, he's he's a lovely person. Go check out Ebony Tusks, amazing uh, rap group from Kansas. Um, couldn't recommend them more. And you know you were speaking on performing like I've I've heard several great stories of your performances like i've heard just as soon as you came in the door uh shout out raw uh he was saying how you know you caught his eye you get gave a, an amazing performance and i've just heard stories in general and you uh, also performed at uh 
want to call it payback. Yeah, the big uh, payback. Yeah, the big payback at Metro with like Crucial Conflict, Do or Die, Twister, Shauna. That's a that is a Chicago concert right there. And you are also on that bill. So how was that for you? Well, they were they were calling it the West Side Invasion, and I guess my my portion of it was the Northwest Side part of the invasion. Um, but um, that was really special. I've been going to shows at Metro since I was seventeen, and um, to be able to share the stage with with people. I mean, if we want to go way back, I remember it wasn't great reception on it, but I remember seeing the Hey video when I was maybe. I don't know, four or five on the box yeah, or whatever. I and I remember just being like, this seems like this is like the most fun thing I've ever heard. And I, and it just, you know, it spoke to me then. It obviously speaks to me now. Yeah. Those dudes are, are super nice. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was just special to, to, to be included in that. But I think more, more importantly, um, it was just for such an excellent cause because, you know, it's a war on drugs reparations benefit. Um, the work that Eat Org has been doing and has been proposing in terms of, you know, universal basic income and then also teaching people how to get into the legal cannabis market, I think is mm-hmm. just super crucial. And, you know, Rich Wallace is is the man. I love I love that guy. So um, for us to come together for a really fun thing, but also just for a super potent reason, I you know, it just kind of is just like, you know, everything's just tied up with a bow. Um, and so I, I was just so grateful to be involved with that. And, and I hope it's the beginning of, of a much larger conversation of what we can do in Illinois and beyond in terms mm-hmm. of like actually trying to rectify. I mean, there's no rectifying the war on drugs, but how do we at least begin to help people rebuild in a genuine way that isn't isn't just for optics, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think what eOrg is doing, especially in just giving people money, I think that's a great start, especially, you know, um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of stuff like that. I think we need to be supporting people materially and, and directly and let them make their choices on what they want to do. I, I um, love to hear it. So, yeah, you know, it, was, it was cool. And, you know, uh, you know, following you on on Twitter, Instagram, uh, I see that, you know, you're a huge enthusiast when it comes to cannabis. And uh, I, I got to ask you, do you ever, you know, you ever thought about putting together your own strand? Um, I mean, that's, that, yeah, that would be tight. I <laughs> let, Let's just say... That would be the dream, and when it happens, I'm gonna be so loud about it. I'm gonna be as loud as as the strain's gonna be. Okay. Ooh, 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, when we when we get there, we'll get there. I think when it comes to to involving myself in in that world, I think the most important thing I I have to remember is I'm an enthusiast, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm here to participate in that. But also, I think it's pretty messed up that the only people making money look like me. Mm-hmm. And that's not cool. So I'm going to maybe take a back seat on any of those ambitions while we can kind of maybe even things out a bit so that it isn't just people looking like me making all this dough or like former police that are out here, you know, now making money off the same thing they were busting people's heads for. I think that's despicable and we can't have that continue. So, man, Rich, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I want to transition into <laughs> uh, Dream Life. Cause, Let's do it. Uh, you recently released a video for Dream Life. Correct. Um, yeah. What was it, like 10 days ago? Maybe? It was about, yeah, about a week ago. Uh, shout out Vanna Black Soul. Um, that was that was really special because I've you know he's one of my favorite visual artists, and um, you know I'd seen some of his animation work a few years ago um, when he played one of the last showcases that I put together. I used to run a series called All Smiles, and he just put together this like it was like a pinball animation for like him because I think he was the headliner for it, and I I was just really impressed by it, and I'd always wanted to reach out to him to do 
you know, some sort of visual of that of that kind for me. So with Dream Life, um, it was really awesome to to you know reach out to him. We we already have a relationship too, so that makes it even better. But um, yeah, and so you know, I think from there, it also helped that my understanding of the process is that it is very time consuming to like actually get done. And so I already knew going in, it was probably going to take a while. Like, you know, best estimate was one thing, but I knew to probably tack on. So what was a while? Was it like a year, a couple of months? He he did it in a, in a, about a, I'd say from actually genuinely starting it, like, cause he had to film me, um, a little, you know, to kind of build some of the, the things, um, and then like rotoscope it or whatever. But essentially I would say it probably took all told me about two and a half months, which was, you know, it's impressive, yeah, uh, you know, impressive. honestly, because I know some of the stuff can really drag on depending on the intricacy of it, mm-hmm. um, you know. So it's, uh, you know, and I, 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 you know, I also see like like new trash crew who's done my other videos, like they'll do like 3D world building. And I'm always amazed at the, um, the speed with which they can develop that. But even so, I mean, it's two totally different processes. When you're like drawing by hand, mm-hmm. like hand animating something, even if it's on an iPad or something, that still takes a lot of patience and it's tedious and it's, you know, for a very cool end result, you know. So I I, I was, I knew to be patient. I knew not to to sweat him and, and just to let him cook and do his thing. And, and it, it turned out amazingly. Yeah, if you're, if you're by your computer or phone, Go watch Dream Life right now. It's yeah. a, a beautiful video, and uh, I think you might like it. Before we get into a music break, I want to ask you what influenced uh, the visual behind Dream Life? Because it, like you said, the when I was watching it, I'm like, wow, this is very different. Um, it, it it looks real artsy. Um, it, it it almost like a water pastel. You know what I'm saying? Certainly. Yeah, I I think I think those sorts of aesthetics. I've been attracted to just kind of as a general thing, and I never delved into that form for myself. So it's like finding the style and figuring out how to integrate yourself into that style, you know, tastefully, um, you know, and, and I think in that regard, it was a really good first experiment, and I can't wait to do more stuff with him, hopefully, uh, for future things. Because that's the other thing, you know, to to talking about letting people do their thing. The only thing where I didn't really do that with him is I had very specific visuals I wanted. And so like, I'd be very curious to see what we could do in the future if like I was to say, just like, hey man, here's a general scenario. Show me what you do. And so that, that would be kind of the next step is like, let me, let me see what happens when you don't have any any people like me being like, I need I need this, you know. Um, but What's that word particular? Partic- yeah, uh, my 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 uh, my my particular sense of things. Um, but yeah, no, uh, seriously though, he he's he's been great. I've been super lucky to have just amazing visual collaborators in that in that world. I if anyone's listening who's an aspiring artist and you got a friend who's messing around with a camera or, or, or whatnot, or, you know, animations, um, don't be scared to reach out to them and, and maybe see what you can do together. It can be something super simple and can still be impressive. I just want to stress that. Um, but you at least got to try. Let's talk more about Smoke Detector because it, for some reason the title itself, I don't know if you know this, I don't know if any of you all know this, but I used to test Smoke Detectors wow, for a living. Wow, so that really hit. It that, hit. Was, that was close to home. It hit home, <laughs> man. It started making me relook up. <laughs> and smoke detectors and fire alarm lights and things of that nature. It really hit home for me, just the title alone. So, uh, you know, I got to ask you what made you come up with the title Smoke Detector for this album? Um, I, I think it's part of a, 
I guess the 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 last three projects have kind of had a thread. Like in 2020, I dropped an album called How Do You Sleep at Night, which was meant to be kind of a a call to people of conscience to to care and <laughs> just ba- baseline care mm-hmm. about you know what's happening. Uh, and that by what's happening, it can be as wide as you want it to be. But uh, and then you know Blue Beach, the EP I dropped last fall, that was kind of like the okay like we're burnt out, we need to chill a bit and kind of recalibrate, like a healing sort of project. And then this one, I kind of looked at as like, you've come back from vacation and the world is even weirder than you left it. And how do you cope with that? And it's it's kind of, it's you know, smoke detector is meant to detect danger. It's a warning. Um, and this album to me is kind of like, I just feel like, we're we're holding together somehow, but you know the bolts are loosening, and and you know the duct tape that you had around the muffler starting to un you know un, undo itself, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just yeah we're we're keeping it moving, but gosh how how much farther can it go? And and that's kind of I think what's at the heart of this is it's it's an extension of that warning, except we've been warned, and here we are, and when we're still doing what we're doing, and uh, yeah I don't know it it's it's dark and kind of sad in some ways but like I I also I don't know I there's always hope in my work even if I'm not feeling so hot about the world um it's just uh I I guess when it's all said and done um you know I guess we'll see what the next project brings but um I know for this one I I definitely as I said wanted to capture kind of my own paranoias and just kind of sense of of things you know I I have a very cinematic way of kind of like thinking about the music itself and I you know I I watch a lot of films and stuff like that you know to kind of help inspire Mm -hmm. um maybe some of the writing and whatnot and I you know the 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 film I kept coming back to in terms of everything was like taxi driver just because like for my my job I do a lot of driving by myself just like you're in a bubble and and it's a lot of time to think about everything and and kind of the the dark side the light side and all that and so like I think in this regard, it's it's kind of akin to that sort of like you know we're on we're on the verge of of some sort of um, apocalypse or event or something like that. And again, everything is holding, but how long can the line hold? You know, mm-hmm. um, and you know I think I like to look at like the features as like you know people you might encounter uh, in that world. You I mean, know, let's, let's talk about some of the features on the project. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of the features on the project are dear to to you in, in general, even uh, the producers that's a part of Smoke Detector. So can you, you know, break down some of the, the features and producers that's uh, yeah. tied to Smoke Detector? So it's it's a single producer, Iceberg Theory. Um, we didn't really have a ton of contact during the making of this. It was kind of me working solo and then sending him stuff and, and him saying this is good. And that was great. So he's awesome. If you want to work with him, I highly recommend it. He's the man. You said uh, he sent you over 100 beats to so, go yeah, through. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's he trusted me. So I appreciate when people trust me. Uh, but, um, you know, you've got Davis the Dorchester bully, who I think is, is probably one of the best in Chicago doing it. Um, I hope people get to hear all of his current work and then also what's what's coming up next. Uh, you know, we've got Joshua Virtue, who's about to go on tour with Namdi, Safe Travels Boys. Today's day one, I believe. Uh, and then um, Il Subliminal, who I've known since uh, the beginning, since, since I started doing this in like 2006, we were able to reconnect you know, 15 years later, 16 years later. And, and, you know, he's, he's part of the Tomorrow Kings crew, all my brothers there. So it was, it was nice to finally all these years later be able to do this. Uh, Hold on, wait, let me pause you right there. What brought that reconnection back? He was in Chicago last summer. Uh, I believe it was last summer. And, and we just had a chance to, 
to catch up. He called and and said he was in town for a few days, and we hung out a bunch of times. And it was it was just you know he's one of the you know you you know those friends that you've known for forever, mm-hmm. and you can just kind of pick up and and you know obviously maybe you know you you let him know about the new things or whatnot, but you still have that connection that really can't really be busted up. And the, him and I have that thankfully, and and uh, so. You know, he's especially he's he's very special to me as as he was kind of one of the early mentors for me as like a 17, 18 year old kid wanting to do this and being not very good at it and having people who encourage you and teach you. Um, and and I, I think I was kind of really wonderfully guided into certain uh, things in terms of how to approach my craft, how to approach my writing um, and, and how to do it respectfully and and as uh um as uh, i guess effectively as possible especially considering my early limited skill set um because i i had to do a lot of work to get here um so you know yeah that, that goes for him uh sketch 185 like the you know those montana max like all those people um, who really who who took a chance on on a kid who just wanted to do this <laughs> you've been doing um, it doing so, it well too yeah man um yeah. But yeah, and you know, from there, Yomi for blankets, Curly Castro, Samira Truth, Reno Cruz, Lord Cartel, Def C, Convertible Ashley. Um, I mean, everyone, you know, it just it all organically came together. And um, every single person I just listed, please go support their music and buy their buy their art. They're really wonderful. I love to hear how many connections were made on this one project. You know, it, it shows that. Man, Chicago has unity, you know, and I, 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 that's something that I truly, dearly love. And, um, you know, for those that you would like to speak to, this is your chance to let them know how they can connect with Smoke Detector. And, and has things been, you know, uh, working out for you as far as people connecting with the album? With the album? I'd say pretty good so far. We're in a really weird age to release anything because people's attention spans is, is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So I think, like... You know, it's it's kind of a weird mix of trying to find ways to meet people where they're at while also not compromising the the you know vision I have for this project. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's something that fewer people hear, but it means more to them, I'm 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 okay with that. Obviously, I wish you know everyone hear it and they love it, but that's just not the world. Yeah. Um, I think um, you know I, that said. That's also why I've been so invested in in making videos and making all sorts of kind of auxiliary media attached to the project and to kind of really create a universe based around the music. And that's also, it's been funny the ways that it's like messed with me because I think it's been really a wonderful process and, and really helpful, but like also my old definition of productivity is I'm making records and I didn't really make any records this summer, but I did build a universe around an album. So I'm, I'm proud of myself for that. Um, and so if, if, uh, if you're looking to kind of get lost in a body of work for a while, that's, that's not just something you press play and then throw away. Um, smoke detector may be the album for you. If you partake in, in certain things, uh, say like soda water, for instance, if you drink soda water, I think if you had an ice cold Topo Chico and some headphones, I think this album would agree with you greatly. Um, if you're in your car, I think it'll work. You know, we we got options. I love um, how you use the food analogy, man. I love it. <laughs> you're making me hungry. It's about lunchtime for me. I'm as just well. trying to set the scene. You want to go to Billy Goat after this? Hey, sure. Let's I do am. It. You know what? That's what exactly what we're gonna do. But um, <laughs> as we wrap up, uh, you gotta let people know about this joint I'm about to get into, which is called Blankets. Okay. Um, 
Gotcha. Uh, definitely break blankets down and, and we're going to get into it. Okay, so first off, you can find Smoke Detector on all streaming services and at filthybrokerecords.bandcamp.com. Um, this song, Blankets, is is probably one of my favorite songs I've ever worked on. It was my first time recording and then mixing live instrumentation and kind of really producing a full song outside of just adding vocals and, and looping things um, or editing. And uh, so I, I just, uh, a million thank yous to everyone who trusted me in putting that together. It was just kind of crazy the ways that people gravitated towards that song too, especially Samira and Curly, because um, they hit me up within 48 hours of, of, of getting, you know, I sent them a playlist with everything and both of them wanted on that. And I thought, well, is that, overkill and i thought absolutely not that just makes this song way more epic and then you know especially with yomi with her beautiful vocals and the harp reno you know stepping up guitar wise like a young prince you know it's uh no one's mad at any of this especially me um so uh you know also in in the context of the album i know i keep talking side a side b but i figure this is a chance to spell it out um this would be the mid-album side A finale mm -hmm. before it goes into to the you know welcome back to the show dream life. So just uh, for when you do give this a listen, that's what's happening. Give uh, your social media handles one time so people can follow you and stay tuned. If you want to stay tuned with me on Twitter, my handle is Jones So Ruthless. If you want to stay in tune with me on Instagram, it's Rich Jones underscore Music, and then Facebook. Just come find me on Facebook. I mean, I'm on Facebook, but like you know. It's fine. Search Rich Jones. Just search you can Rich even Jones. Google him. Just even Google me. <laughs> what do you got when you strip away the lines you told yourself to stay? 